Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today by supporting the Going In Raw Patreon. You can enjoy access to the live taping of the show, exclusive merchandise, and patron-only episodes, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, Brando, Steve here. And Larson. Yeah, welcome to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. And available wherever fine podcasts are, be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it if you're on YouTube to make sure you're always getting that new Going In Raw content. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We've got a bevy of reward tiers, including the Friendo Care Package. I've been running this down all week. I'm not going to do the same thing, but look, man, you get this great Going In Raw comic book. You get these stickers right here. Another the, sticker, another print, sticker, autograph stuff. Yeah, it's a bunch of great stuff. Go check it out on Patreon. If you really want to help support Going In Raw, it's a great way to do it. We're also available. Uh, oh, another great way to support Going In Raw. If you're listening to this in audio format, uh, whatever podcast app you're listening to, you can leave a rating or a review, and that yeah. usually helps the show, helps boost the profile quite a bit. That's a big help. We're also on ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Going In Raw. Let's see if this works. Oh, that works. Those are all, all our designs. They usually do a, uh, oh, and there's one for Larson. They usually do like a big um, WrestleMania sale. Yeah. I'm assuming they're going to do the same thing this year. We haven't had a new design in a little while. I'm aiming for 10. Well, that's a lofty goal. In the next two months. All right. One a week. Well, okay. we need to sell. I think the, like, the rules, you had to sell like 25. I, don't know. I think they might have ditched that rule. Yeah, I remember. I don't know. I've got a lot of work I to do. I'll, I'll do the going in raw in the style of this. You got to do it, man. Let's say going in. Yeah. In the script. And raw. And raw. Yeah. In the huge chrome letters. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, Larson, not only are we now officially on the road to WrestleMania, yeah. I decided that we're on the road to office space. So we got confirmation that March 1st. They're going to be you know, digging in the office. and Maybe we should uh, debut Office Space for a WrestleMania stream. That way, the roads will meet up at the same point. For our Mania stream? Yeah, it's just a week after. Oh, sorry. No, it's a month and a week. That's sorry. a ways off. Yeah, My exactly. Back. No. I was thinking of, uh, of seeing if you wanted to get together on Fridays at the office and do uh, Road to Office. Mm-hmm. Do like a little, just a little mini iPhone promos. Little iPhone promos in our office. Just because I think, honestly, just for me, it'll help pass the time a little bit. Okay. Because it's only going to be like four of them. You yeah, know what I, know, I mean? I know. So, I don't know. Uh, we're getting there. 
I'm very excited about it. Uh, it's going to be a brand new era for Steve Larson. I'm thinking yeah. I'll put together a new logo. We might like wholesale rebrand. Like Raw did last night. Yeah. Let's talk about Raw. Those graphics look really good. Okay, so here's the thing. I a lot honest, more dynamic. I honestly felt that I was watching a Raw like a year in the future. Because mm-hmm. there were a lot of changes both in character and aesthetically. aesthetically yeah. Obviously with new graphics. They didn't have... If I'm not mistaken, they didn't have a new opening video music video. No, they, thing. they didn't show any. They didn't do that. Opening video package. I wonder if that's because they're working on a new one. Could be. Maybe to debut it. Yeah, they don't always do it either. Sometimes they start. Yeah, especially sometimes with they post paper view. They do the recap yeah. package and then. But I'm just thinking show. these graphics. I mean, granted, the the base logo remained the same, but in terms of it being all rendered in 3D with all the like looking like it was smelted or whatever. Yeah. That was pretty much gone. Yeah. It was all very clean. Yeah. I liked it. I thought it looked great. Yeah, it looked good. And then, of course, you had uh, Jonathan Coachman mm-hmm. making his debut. Mm-hmm. Here, okay, so here's my thing. This, this is this, this is somebody mentioned this on Twitter, and I had already thought about it, and I totally agreed with this person. If I was getting ready, and I'm, I could be overthinking this quite a bit, but if I was getting ready to sell WWE, these are the changes I would make to my flagship show. Yeah, to make it feel a bit more spruced up. Coachman came off as very, almost redundant, and I mentioned this before, almost redundant with Michael Cole there. Well, that, you know what I thought, that, that maybe they're, they're getting Coachman ready to take over for Michael Cole so he can move into a backstage role. That could be the case. Yeah. That could be the case. Um, my personal preference is having Booker T there. Yeah, me too. Wait, here, here's, here's, the, here's what I boil down with Booker T. It feels like it's the same reason why we get, you know, between two and 3,000 people watching our live stream or why our friend Pulse has 3,000 people watching his live stream or uh, Luge, I think she does it too, when they're watching pay-per-views is because you kind of want to, like, if you want to be with somebody who kind of comes off as, like, you're, you're hanging out with some friends mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, and it's like, that's kind of one way to accomplish that. If yeah, you don't yeah. have any friends who are into wrestling, you tune into one of our live streams, you interact with us through chat or Discord or whatever. Yeah. With Booker T., they all came off like oh, friends yeah, 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 yeah. who were kind of just clowning and having a good time. Yeah. Coachman comes in, and it feels a bunch more, just a bit more polished, a lot more polished, because it's not Booker T. And granted, you might not like him. You might love him. You know, just spouting off of the mouth, you know, saying the most random stuff, making Corey Graves crack up. Yeah. I appreciate oh, that stuff. Yes. I love that stuff. I know you do, too. Did you notice that Corey Graves was trying to stifle laughter after, I think it was that little brief bit where he was reading Alexa Bliss's tweet. And yeah. For some reason, something he did made him laugh. He almost said blowjob. Oh. Instead of roadblock. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's what it was. Um, <laughs> and so, which is funny. Yeah. Uh, and so Coachman is there, you know, he, he makes it feel like a, 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 a I don't want to say cleaner, but cleaner in terms of the professional it's production. More, it's more like a sports broadcast. More like a sports broadcast, exactly. that's what he had been doing. Exactly. And then you get these cleaner graphics, which make it less look less grittier, yeah. you know, aesthetically speaking. Um, so I don't know. I wonder if we're going to see more. It felt like it. It felt like a season premiere mm-hmm. of something. Mm-hmm. You know, you had the big Cena Balor match to to finish things mm-hmm. off. You had a really great Oscar versus Sasha Banks match. Right, exactly. Even Sasha had a character twist, or had you know she's seen. This was this was Sasha Banks seemingly from NXT. Yeah, you know more of the boss character yeah. where she didn't really care. Um, and so we saw all these things take place. This felt this felt like something. Like I'd be watching it. They, they made a, a bunch of, I'm not going to say wholesale changes, but enough changes that it made it look distinctly different. Yeah. 
So. Yeah, I really like the new, you know, like before when they had a match coming up, they would just have the, the card where it just had two close-ups of the participants with a lower third, and this was dynamic, and it had right, exactly, animation yeah. to it, and yeah. split screen, it was really well done. Yeah, no, I, I liked it, I thought that <laughs> it does look, that the aesthetics of it were very pleasing, and mm-hmm. it did make it feel, I don't know, up to date, if you will. Yeah. It made it feel more modern, because for yeah, yeah, far modern, too long, yeah. you know, they do the matchup screens, and it felt like it was something out of, you know, like could have done 10 years ago. Right, exactly. Um, I will miss Booker T, though. Yeah, I mean, that, that does bum, that really it's does bum me out. the reason to tune into uh, the kickoff show now. Yeah, I guess so. But, uh... But yeah, but anyways, uh, let me get the notes up here. Yeah, show kicked off with Stephanie McMahon coming out. Um, she hypes up the Rumbles, uh, Ronda Rousey coming out, um, and then she introduces Asuka, and uh, she says, well, before you declare who you want to face at Mania, might want to wait on that. Alexa Bliss or Charlotte, you would say, hold on. Tranquilo. Tranquilo. Alexa Bliss will be defending the Raw Women's title at Elimination Chamber in the first ever Women's Elimination Chamber. Yes, yes. Um, uh, and so Sasha Banks comes out and says... Oscar, know, Oscar's promo was great, too. I yeah, liked it. Because yeah. it was like uh, there was a bunch of Japanese. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... Uh, she called me by saying, I'm going to be champion because nobody's ready for Oscar. And then she had the most adorable finger point to the WrestleMania sign. Yeah. I liked how she did it. Yeah. Um, it was, seemed very fun. Everybody else seems very stiff when they do it. I know. Oscar seems like she's having a really good time right I now. I know. She seems like she's having so much fun because mm-hmm. the crowd, she seems tickled by the crowd being tickled by her. Yeah. Um, and Stephanie seemed uh, seemed delighted by her too. Yes. Yeah, Sasha uh, comes out says, mm-hmm. essentially, you say nobody's ready for Oscar. I'm ready for Oscar. I am. She oh, wants hey. a match. Steph I want matches, makes you. that match. Yeah. It happens later. We'll talk about it in more detail later, but it was great. Yeah. Um, then they announced. Oscar goes over. They announced. Go to the finish. They announced that tonight there'll be three matches featuring six wrestlers um, to uh, qualify for the Elimination Chamber match at Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. Um, the first of which was Braun Strowman versus Kane, the Last Man Standing match. <laughs> and they launched right into that. And oh boy! Hold on. Yeah. They launched right into it during commercial break. <laughs> we didn't see the star of the match. Oh man, are you kidding me? That's great. What do they call that in movies uh, when you're entering the middle? In media rest. Yes. Look at that, man. In media rest. And later on, we had some wonderful mise en scene. Yeah. No, I want to see the whole match, please. And he's like, hey, Braun look, Strowman involved. Look, man, we both have film production degrees. Anytime we can use those, I'm very happy. My parents paid a lot of money for that. Same, but there was an excellent montage in the <laughs> in the opening package. Thank you, thank you for that. Anyways, um, it was relatively short. Braun dominated the whole thing. They ended up dumping the stage and the uh, 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 commentary booth on top of Kane. Kane couldn't get out from under it. Team Drummond wins. Exceedingly violent once again. Yeah. You know they, what, what would have been great? And they never would have done it if they are, in fact, dolling up the set to make it look like, a, you know, like they want to sell it or something. <laughs> they gave bl- Kane a couple of blood packets and, like, blood starts pooling no, up. No, no, no. When, on impact of the stage, he, like, squirts up and it flies up in the air. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Or he does the Siren Alive thing where he puts it right I there. I know. Yeah, squirting out. Exactly. That would be good. So Kane has trapped kayfabe under this stage. Jamie Noble, Adam Pierce, and a bunch of medical staff come out to attend to Kane. Mm-hmm. Uh, Braun briefly goes backstage, comes back out, is interviewed by Corey. And, uh, Corey says, what did you just do? This was a last man standing match. Well, <laughs> I did the last man standing match. <laughs> did you see? Have you, I watched it this morning, the Alexa Bliss Braun Strowman Mixed Match Challenge. No. Video where he's trying to get her to flip over a car. Yeah, I heard about that. I'm telling you, man. 
He is the future of that damn company. Oh, yeah. He is so good because half the time he's either smiling or trying not to smile. It's awesome. It's so great. He's like, because you've seen the still where she's wearing his the shirt. The shirt, yeah. And he's like, I've sweated in that shirt. I've bled in that shirt. And she's like. <laughs> so he said, he said, so theoretically it should make you 30% stronger. <laughs> he's the best. Oh, that's awesome. Anyways. Anyways, we go backstage. Medical staff is transporting Kane to an ambulance. Cut to a different part backstage. Kurt Angle confronts Braun. God, he's so whiny. Leave him alone. Well, I mean, he's Kurt Angle has a fair point. He's like, Kurt, Vince is trying to sell this company. You're just you're killing people live on TV. What's your deal? Stop doing that. And then what did Braun say? He's like, yeah. He, he like, calmed down almost like his normal tone of voice. Says, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I could have done more. <laughs> you want a last man standing match? Well. Anyways. I know. Why is Kurt Angle booking this stuff knowing full well, like, hey, Fabe? I know. Like, knowing if you don't want him to well. do that, like, book Braun as a submissions match. Right, exactly, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. An Iron Man match. Well, I don't know if you'd want that. Um, yeah, I don't know either. Next, another uh, Elimination Chamber qualifier, um, preceded by Elias. Oh, man. I mean, he's great. He is great. He's great. Comes out. Crowd loves him, and he shoots him down every single time. I know. It's amazing. It's so fantastic. Um, anyways, uh, his song is interrupted. Was this, was this, this was not, uh, uh, like a parody song, was it? Like, it sounded familiar, but I couldn't, familiar. I couldn't place it. Yeah. I get the feeling he is a big Alice in Chains fan. Yeah. Cause so many of his songs have kind of an Alice in Chains. Yeah. Well, he did, he, he did, uh, what, Nutshell? He did Nutshell. Yeah, this kind of sound like it. Right, exactly. The yeah. chord progression was kind of, well, not exactly similar, but a little bit. Uh, anyways, he was interrupted by, uh, Matt Hardy. Yes. <laughs> and they had a match. Um, which was interrupted by uh, Bray Wyatt, uh, Titantron, mm-hmm. um, distracted Matt Hardy, who hit, uh, who got hit with a drift away and yeah. ate a loss to Elias, who then moves on to Elimination Chamber. Yeah, it's good. Um, Bray Wyatt did the Titantron promo, just laughing, pretty much. Yeah, Alabama was playing with her toys, and she turned around and just stared at them, laughing. It is, it is pretty hypnotic, I guess. It's weird. Um, evidently, according to rumor. WWE might have hired Jeremy Borash. Yeah, I heard. Who was one of the architects of the broken... The final deletion. Yeah, the final deletion. So I wonder if they're bringing him over. That'd be great. I don't know. I actually like when I did watch Impact and when I am going to continue to watch Impact because we got front row seats for the taping. Well, I'll watch that show. <laughs> Just when we're there, I won't watch the televised product. Though. Well, it's going to be our, our, our Impact TV debut. Mm-hmm. That's how really Impact should be. I wonder if we can move numbers for them. If we can get their 300,000... To three hundred and twenty thousand. I was gonna say three hundred and one. Three hundred three hundred thousand and one, or three hundred and one thousand. Three hundred one thousand. Oh, okay, so you have do you do have some faith in us? Well, a little. You think we can move like a hundred or like a one thousand? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Very well. Um, anyways, that should be good if if they're bringing him in to do that. And then yeah, I like Jerry Borash. Yeah. He's you know when I've watched Impact, I've enjoyed him on commentary with uh, what's his face, Josh Matthews. Uh, next up, we had a Miz. I, they, they're doing more of these iPhone promos. Yeah, there's a lot of them. I feel like the title card is really superfluous. Oh, I like that. It makes it look professional. Cause see, I, I, see I, make it, I think it makes it feel like someone just obviously did it in like iMovie. I feel like it's the opposite. What, the title card? Yeah. It's just font when with it, the... When it just shows their little their Twitter handle? No, 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 not that. What are you talking about? Before the video starts, there's a title card with their name. Oh, I didn't name. notice that. Yeah, okay. they, they do them with all these. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, I don't like that. Okay. Well, if you don't, I'll take your word for that then. 
Um, They've been doing it since pretty much since they started doing these iPhones. Yeah, I know. I, you mentioned it before. I do not remember it. Now that now that it's a thing that Steve doesn't pay attention, I'll pay attention. I yeah, pay attention. Watch when they do it. I really hope they give SmackDown new graphics, but I don't think they're going to do that. I hope they do too. I hope they do at least for when is Raw, uh, SmackDown one thousand supposed to October? Oh, that's always off. Yeah, they really need to do that. I'm tired of the same old SmackDown. Anyways. Uh, yeah, Miz gave an iPhone promo talking about his uh, rematch with Roman Reigns. Uh, he said something like he's going to destroy him like Tom Brady's going to destroy the Eagles. Oh, yeah, because they're in Philly. Last Crowd time. heat. Yeah. Which led to an intercontinental title match. Reigns getting his rematch, taking on the Miz. Fun match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, once again, we saw, oh, how do you like this? Uh, Miz. So what was the, the final Roman speared Bo Dallas? The final sequence here, when Miz got... How did Miz get the roll-up on Reigns? Because uh, Reigns speared Bo, I uh-huh. think, um, as he was getting up from Spear, got rolled up. Okay, all right, all right. So it wasn't quite your new finisher. They're not going to happen, no. Yeah, not going to Or I reverse my opponent's finisher into you a roll-up. You somehow win. figure out how to reverse a Spear into a roll-up. I'd have to do, like, a sunset flip. Oh, wow. That's a pretty tricky move. Yeah. Wow, wow. Or he, he does it. So remember when uh, Rollins beat... Reigns, I think, when he reversed, like as Reigns was spearing him, he caught him with a pedigree, mm-hmm. something like that, but into a destroyer. Oh, okay. Oh, into a destroyer and now. Pitting combination. Okay. Now, now it's a destroyer. That was just a roll up. No, it's just, that's the reversal of the finisher into a pitting combination. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, that's good. I'm glad that you thought about it. Yeah. Um, anyways, it's a fun match. Once again, we saw Roman Reigns get pinned. I am completely in the wrong here. They're just—he's the new Carl Anderson, apparently. <laughs> apparently, they said, "Hey, guess what, Steve? You don't know everything." Yeah. Uh, we are going to show you Roman Reigns get pinned over yeah. and over again. Yeah. It's going to be fabulous. Well, they're really establishing the Miz as a strong champion. I know, but at the expense of Roman Reigns, which is insane. Reigns will be fine. I'm sure he'll be fine. He's about to take on, you know, he's about to beat Brock Lesnar. For yeah, something. He'll be sick. He'll be fine. I know he'll be fine. I'm just saying it's still kind of crazy they're doing it. It's still like two and a half months away from Mania. People will forget about all this by then. I'm still surprised. I never forget, Larson. Um, but it was early on, Reigns uh, was kind of was beating up the Miz. He grabbed a chair and chased the Miz backstage, kind of eliminating uh, the Miz for a good portion of the match. Yeah. Uh, the Miz hits a chop block on Reigns, works over his leg, mm-hmm. a couple good uh, figure four spots. Reigns did manage to reverse the pressure for a bit. Okay. Um, Miz tries to take the cover off the turnbuckle once again, like he did last week. Mm-hmm. Ref catches him. He yes. says, don't do that. Okay. Um, at one point, when the ref isn't looking, thumb, oh, it's right after the turnbuckle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thumb, thumb in the skull-crushing finale. Thumb to Reigns' eyes, skull-crushing finale. Roman kicks out at two. Miz Taraj comes back out. Distracts Roman a bunch. Yeah. Eventually leads to Miz... Winning and retaining the Intercontinental title via roll-up. This is going to be really interesting if they do go ahead with Miz versus Braun mm-hmm. and for the IC mm-hmm. title. Because, I mean, they're booking Miz strong to a degree. I mean, he's beating Roman Reigns week after week. Yeah. But Braun Strowman is a whole other thing. I know. know. I mean, I guess you need kind of a strong guy to go in there against Braun. Yeah. But I, I still feel they're going to need a little extra something for Miz to be... Maybe somewhat believable. Maybe a new member of the Miz Tarot. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Somebody else like Finn Balor, maybe. He can join the Miztourage. I was thinking it'd be not exactly a full time. After they buried him last night, but Kane would get involved somehow. Oh, like uh, oh, like a new Kane. Yeah. Instead of corporate Kane or monster Hollywood Kane. Hollywood. <laughs> yes. Hollywood Kane. There yes. you go. I that's like what it. I'd like to see. I think that's great. Hollywood Kane. Next, the revival. Say yeah. Yeah. Versus Slater and Rhino. Um, the revival spent like ninety percent of this match destroying Keith Slater's arm. Yeah. 
They work it over something else. Good tag team action. Yeah, Revival win with Shatter Machine. Uh, Dash Wilder pit into Rhino. Interview post-match. Mm-hmm. Um, All those people out there that were tweeting at Steve yep. here at, uh, at Real Going In Raw. The Revival were buried. Look, they're the new Ascension. Well, they picked up another win. Yep. Quality win against quality opponents. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they did an interview afterwards where they talked more about professional wrestlers. Uh-huh. He asked Charlie Caruso, how do you feel about the Graham brothers? Because that's what we, that's who we want to be or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And she was like, I don't know. I'm a noob. All I know about are like, you know, the Usos, man. Yeah. And then he was like, you're dumb. Go away. I don't think he said that. Well, he made every, I think he was thinking that. Maybe. It was some body language I was picking up on mm. there, man. Because he did this. Anytime you do this to somebody. It's being dismissive. Yes. Yeah, you're dumb. Get out of here. <laughs> Uh, next, video package, Dudley Boys in the Hall of Fame. Yay or nay? Yeah. Okay. Well, I just wanted to ask you, maybe some people out there think that you don't want that. So I was asking you. Why wouldn't I want the Dudley Boys in the Hall of Fame? I don't know. That's what I was they're, asking you. they're tag team legends. It's a conversation we're having here. Why? Yeah. Yeah, well. absolutely. Yeah. 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 I don't know why you're... Say yeah? Yeah. Yeah. We go hard. Anyway, next, Finn Balor iPhone promo. I thought this was outstanding. Me too. I love this. Showed some edge, some intensity. I'm being like he wasn't reading from a script. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, I let me ask you something about these iPhone promos. They all feel very natural, yeah. not just because they're selfies. Yeah. Um, well, and Finn, someone was shooting his. I'm kind of wondering, really? Wasn't him doing this? I don't think so. I don't know. It could have been this. Maybe. Um, I kind of feel like they're not scripted. Yeah. I think they're doing this for people that, like, you know... That's that's really cool. Yeah. That's really good. No, I like that, too. This is really good. He was saying he's not going to step around John Cena. He's going to step over him. I'm telling I really hope that the results of last night, that combined with his, you know, lasting 57 minutes in the Rumble and then getting eliminated by Cena, right? Yeah. yeah. And then uh, him getting uh, beat by Seth Rollins. Oh, really curb stuff. Yeah. Well, there's two things. One, he's at least going to be full tweener. Yeah. Two, I would not be surprised if he faces Cena at WrestleMania. Yeah. Do you think, well, I mean, you know, the, re- the rumor was, I mean, the fact is we haven't seen, this is my thing. I could see Cena versus Undertaker if Undertaker comes out at Elimination Chamber and, you know, prevents yeah, Cena from I'm winning really against Roman Reigns. Gonna happen. I don't want it to happen at all. I do not want that to happen. What if Finn Balor comes out and prevents Reigns, I'm sorry, Cena, from going over to Elimination Chamber? Yep. That'd be cool, man. I mean, if, dude, honestly... That would la- I think that would honestly launch Finn Balor up to a whole new level. Yeah. God, could you imagine the promos he could cut? I know. He's not allowed to say F words. But yeah, do that stuff. Yeah. I mean this is a this is a Cena this is a Cena um they had him they did have him kick out of the AA yeah. last night. Okay. Everybody does that pretty much. Well, you know. Any upper card Slater's not doing that. I said any upper card wrestler is kicking out of that, but no one kicks out of except for AJ Styles kicks out of the super AA. AJ Styles kicked out of that. Yeah. But then Finn Balor beat AJ, so there's all sorts of weird magic wow. going on. I know, right? Mind blower. It's no sense to that algorithm, Steve. Anyways, we'll talk about this in Don't a little bit. Don't me. <laughs> Next, fantastic match between Sasha Banks and Asuka. This was fantastic. This Commentary was. team was doing a great job of really building up uh, uh, or talking about incessantly Asuka's winning streak, and it really added to the drama of the match. Yeah, Except no, there were several times yeah. when Sasha got Asuka in the bake statement. Mm-hmm. They were like, 
we knew what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. But the way everybody was selling it, you're like, oh, dang. Yeah. Is this going to happen? Yeah. It was but really good. In the end, she was not ready for Oscar. There was no. one scary moment where she tried to do a suicide dive. And Oscar kicked her in the head. Now, you seem to believe, you said this off camera, that you feel like that was uh, a completely planned and, and perfectly executed spot. Well, I don't know if it's perfectly executed, but I, that was a spot that she was going to go for a suicide dive. Oscar would kick her in the head. Yeah, I thought that too. And I think that she, I think that you, she probably. I'll put it this way. Maybe she. I don't think the outcome was supposed to be her landing on her seemingly dangerous. No, no, I agree with that. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, um, you know, Sasha's a good seller. I think that's why she puts on good matches. Yeah, or one of the reasons she puts on. good matches. I think, like in terms of her selling ability, she's up there with AJ. Oh yeah, and you know, in their respective divisions, people think that oh my gosh, she's getting hurt, but really, she's not. Like, remember, was it two years ago? A year, two years ago, when she had the knock of being reckless. Yeah. Because she got, like, injured once, and then I don't know. Well, she got concussed because the referee kneed her in the head. Yeah, it's not really on her. No. (laughs) I mean, like, that SummerSlam match, her and Charlotte at uh, 2016, there were several times we thought, oh, my God, she is, like, legitimately hurt. Yeah. I mean, she ended up being legitimately hurt, but it wasn't because, but it wasn't yeah. because of that match. Yeah, 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 she was just yeah. selling, selling, selling to yeah. sell a back injury that she actually had. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. But, no, that was a scary-looking spot, but it was great. Um, yeah. No, the whole match was fantastic. Sasha, like I said, I, I even feel like Sasha's in-ring work last night felt a bit more like her NXT yeah. persona. Oh, it definitely did, it, yeah. There was more, it was more aggressive. Yeah, it definitely was. It was good. I liked it a lot. Oh, it was outstanding. Yeah. Um, I wonder, is there any chance now... That Sasha goes over at, cha- at Elimination Chamber. I thought about that. And Sitting up. Oscar. That's, That's the better Sasha. match. I That's know. the better match. I, I mean, know. Could you imagine? Like, this is just something on Raw in, like, the second hour. I know. Give me that on at Mania. Oh I my know. God. I know. Huge. Yeah, if, if Oscar's not going to challenge Charlotte, then I think it'd be a great idea to have Sasha win the belt at Elimination Chamber and mm-hmm. do Sasha Oscar 2 at yep. Mania. Um, a lot of great spots, a lot of great reversals, as I said. Uh, Sasha had Oscar in the. Uh, Bank statement a couple times. Um, Oscar gets Sasha in the arm bar. Sasha reverses into a cover. Oscar kicks out at two. Top rope double knees from uh, Sasha. Oscar kicks out at two. Oscar gets put in the bank statement. Reverses that into the Oscar lock. Sasha taps. I like they're going back to the Oscar lock. Yeah, finisher. I know. It's good stuff. It is good stuff. Anyways, fantastic match. Big four quality match. Right? Yeah, it really was. It was really good. You can't really say pay-per-view quality match these days because sometimes pay-per-views just have stinker matches on them. Yeah, I know. So nowadays I just say big four quality match if it's a really stellar match. Yeah. That's what I say. Match and of the year contender. I wouldn't go that far. I mean, you don't want to say this is a takeover level match because that's elite status yes. right there. Unless it is an elite status match. Uh, next up, we had Thebar versus... No, you skipped John Cena's iPhone promo. John Cena did an iPhone promo. What kind of iPhone do you think he has? What's the iPhone X, the new one? Yeah. Yeah. He's got the, the very best? Yeah, I think so. Is that why he sold that car that he wasn't supposed to sell for the years? Maybe that's just taking up too much space in his garage. <laughs> Could be. Oh man. Anyways, yeah, he was just it was just a regular John Cena being hyped type. Yeah, thing. it was nothing he's so he's so there's nothing left for him to do. No. So like there are no stakes for him really. No. Like there's no like he well we'll get he's to this. He's not hungry anymore. We'll we'll talk about it during the match, but there's Cena at, at several times during his match but in the mid event you could tell he was just kinda of going through the motions. Yeah. Anyways. So uh, next we had Thebar versus Titus Worldwide. What a stellar showing for Apollo Crews in this match. Yeah, man, this is a fun match. Um, it seemed like too often during his singles matches especially, I don't know if he was being told to work a slower pace, mm-hmm. 
but this page, this this match was nonstop, mm-hmm. and it benefited him so much. Yeah, because he was just doing all sorts of crazy stuff all mm-hmm. over the ring, and it was a great showing for him. So I don't know. Are, do you think that is there a light bulb going off with Vince or somebody backstage saying maybe we should let them do a bit more of what they hope can so. do? I would hope so. There is a little so. bit of evidence of that last mm-hmm. night. We had Sasha doing more than normal. Mm-hmm. We had I mean, maybe just because she was wrestling Oscar. Mm-hmm. Um, Apollo Crews really putting forth a really, really, really strong showing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a couple instances where that was the case. Just it, it, Things felt like the vibe of the show generally felt different last night. Maybe it's because they didn't have to travel. They're in Philadelphia. They can actually like, sleep. Yeah. Yeah, but come on. Well rested. What, you think Apollo Crews is going to be like, oh, man, I got a good night of sleep. I'm going to just do everything I know how to do now. Part of it could be the, the quality of his opponents, too. I mean, you're in the ring with Cesaro. Yeah, but he's been in there before. Oh, I know. You know, with Cesaro. We've seen those match twice already. Yeah, that's true. You know. So, I don't anyway, know. It's great showing. I like Apollo to think. I, just, I got a different vibe from the show last night. No, I, I did, too. To There's a lot more energy to it. I agree. I like and it's be beyond the aesthetics changes. As as As... Difficult as WWE makes it for me sometimes, I like to think optimistically sometimes that, hey, maybe they're cluing in to like, hey, let them do a little bit. Mm-hmm. As J.S. Wooten says in chat here, someone from WWE may have realized that, you know, work rate sells. Yeah, it really does. Like, people will have a very positive impression of your product if, you know, if they if you let these wrestlers who you brought in for for reasons. Yeah. Do work. what they can do. Work. Work yeah. how they work best. Exactly. Agreed. And that took us to our main event. Finn Balor with Gallows and Anderson. They came out just when he was introduced, and they seemed to leave. Were they gone? Because I, when they came out, I was like, oh, this could be really cool if Finn Balor uses the club to help win to against beat Cena. Up John Cena. Beat up John Cena. Um, well, that's not a face stuff. That could be that's a cool development right there. Yeah. But they were literally nowhere to be found. Yeah, they were just in the ring to throw up two sweets while Finn yeah. was doing his uh, intro. I, I like it too sweet as much as the next guy, but I kind of prefer having some I muscle like some, out there. I like some meaning behind it all. I like to. I like a W. That's yeah. what I want. Well, if same. I'm Finn Balor, yeah, give me the two sweets, but help me beat up John Cena. Yeah. Agreed. Um, this was a weird match in the story they were telling because at several points, they had Balor kind of matching Cena in the strength department. Yeah. Which Balor probably, uh, you know, Cena outweighs Balor by, what, 40 pounds, I'm 50 the pounds? the best junior wrestler in the world. Yeah. Yeah, but you're a junior wrestler, so you shouldn't be matching him in strength. Not necessarily. Yeah. Um, and then Cena was really apologetic in, in, in how he was approaching the match. And, you know, every time he was on the verge of, in his mind, beating Balor, he's like, to the crowd, I'm just trying to go to WrestleMania. I just want to be at WrestleMania. Well, uh, so, okay. I do, I do agree with you that Cena did seem to be going through motions. Like his STF, he didn't have any. There was no torque on. Oh, the, I know his Balor's. Yeah, I know he, he wasn't even connecting his hands to Balor's chin. Whatsoever. I know. I know. However, I do feel like Cena was trying to stick to telling a specific story yeah, in the was. ring. He was. So there was that, and I feel like this is. It's funny because I contrast this match with Cena's match against Baron Corbin at SummerSlam, when the crowd was literally only chanting. Let's go, Cena. Cena sucks. And Cena pointed out to Baron Corbin and said, they're not even thinking about you right now. Well, this crowd obviously was definitely thinking about yes. Finn Balor. Yes, it seemed to affect John Cena. Yeah. And it's, exactly. And so that's usually a situation. We saw this on SmackDown where he put Nakamura over. I thought this might be a similar situation because, it, the, the, like I said before, the vibe of Raw last night felt new. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, well, this could be like a changing the guard thing. And so 
Cena ended up going over after a super AA. Uh, Finn did not hit his uh, coup de grace. He landed, acted like he had busted his knee a tweaked little bit, knee, yeah. tweaked his knee doing it. Then when he went back up to do it, he was a little slower. That led to Cena getting the super AA. Yeah. Um, but like you said, there were a couple times during the match when Cena, first he was talking to like Cole, I think, and he was trying to tell the fans, I'm just trying to get, and he would point to WrestleMania. He's like, I'm just doing this to try to get to WrestleMania. Yeah. You know, don't put this on me. Everybody should be out here busting their ass, basically. Mm-hmm. And so, and he ended up going over, and uh, and then the, the camera did, I noticed, did focus quite a bit on Finn Balor after the loss. Yeah, selling the AA. Selling the AA. And so, I, I would like to think, again, the optimist in me would like to think that this is a specific story they have in mind for John Cena, but mainly for Finn Balor, mm-hmm. because we've seen the camera focus on him after losses like this mm-hmm. several times in the past. Yes, yes. And, uh, and he has been... Hanging out with the club and doing that weird smile of his, mm-hmm. and like you said in the in the iPhone promo, being a little edgier. Mm-hmm. Would love for there to be a distinct turning point for him Stay next here. week. Yeah, I think that's what needs to be happening. Yeah, you know, sometimes they extend these things. Maybe we'll get an elimination chamber. Maybe it'll be him, you know, preventing Cena from winning. I hope so. I'd much rather see Cena and Balor. That mania. mania, because yeah. we'll get something more akin to Cena versus AJ, which was a match of the year contender, at least in the WWE last year. Yeah. Instead of Undertaker, who I, I don't want to see that guy move around anymore. Yeah. And we saw in the ad for, what was it, 20, was it a 24? Yeah, 24, the new WrestleMania 24. He was speaking about, I mean, Greg, he called me and saying, we'll see what tomorrow brings, but he was talking, it seems like, as if that was it. Well, he was talking out of character, which yeah. is rare for yeah. the Undertaker. Yeah. And he was not just talking out of character, his voice was out of character because, as we saw in the Rick in the Ric Flair ESPN thing, his real voice is distinctly different than this. Yeah, I'm so ha- it wasn't. I'm so happy. I don't have to work anymore. It was. Wow, this is really great. I'm happy. This is the 30 years quite done. That high pitch, These 30 years have been really great for me. I'm gonna go on home and uh, you know look at my land. I'm gonna call Brock on the phone see how he's doing. <laughs> We're gonna discuss chili recipes. Ooh, that sounds good. Right. <laughs> Anyways, a lot of people. I was bummed out that Balor lost, but yeah, you know, here. I hope, I do hope you that it's part of a it's part of a story and not just. Dirty. I mean, you have to be, otherwise, you just want to kill yourself. I know. Anyways, <laughs> picture of KO right there. Oh, I know. That's one of Daniel Bryan. Oh yeah, Daniel Bryan out some sort of SmackDown top ten. I think they're doing like power rankings or something. Oh, that's interesting. We're gonna get that power ranking on a SmackDown. He said all the, the locker room is going to vote. Oh, look at this. He's got criteria. Yeah, yeah. He had three criteria. Yeah, Most three talented. Yeah. So being good. Mm-hmm. Locker room leadership. Um, athletic skill. Oh, who has the most athletic? This is criteria include. I guess there could be more. Uh, a couple ground rules for the process. First ground rule is simple. Neither Shane. This is all from WrestleZone. Shane myself will have a vote. This isn't about us. The rule is pretty obvious. Superstars can't vote for themselves. Yep. So a SmackDown top ten. Does it have any bearing on like who gets title shot? I think yeah, it's going to be all about giving opportunity. Who deserves the opportunity? So if like Ty Dillinger's never on TV and Pete and his the locker room vote him up, yeah, as being those locker things. room leader, talented, talented, athletic skill. <laughs> athletic skill. Surprised he didn't have kayfabe as one of the criteria. That seems kind of important. Being good. All those things are kayfabe. Well, athletic skill isn't kayfabe. But uh, locker room leadership is kind of kayfabe. Well, depending on how they approach it. Yeah. yeah. And what was the other one? Uh, being talented. Being talented. Well, being good. That's yeah. one of ours. 
Legacy. That's not any of that stuff. Kayfabe. Kayfabe. No hmm. overlap there. So anyways, yeah. Well, so there's one overlap. Then hopefully Ty Dillinger will be voted up onto TV. Hopefully. You know. It'd be interesting to see how that's implemented. Yeah. Would you like to answer some questions? Man, damn it. I have, there's, I have stupid... I'll get them after we're done. What? I have like three boxes. One of them is one of those cool... What are those things called? The Wrestle Crate? Oh, wow. I know. Are they in your car? Yeah, it's all in my car. You run out and get it real no, quick? No, man. We have a podcast. I can answer some dude. questions while you do that. It takes two minutes. No, that's good. It's all, all good. Right, all right. right. We'll get do it tomorrow. tomorrow. Uh, regular Trevor just realized that The Miz has never finished the It Kicks. Every time he has gone for the head kick, he has never hit it. Has there ever been a superstar that had a signature move... That he never actually hit. Ric Flair going to the top. Gustavo Gama mentions that. Never hit. Yeah, he never hit. I that. think he hit it like one time. Yeah, maybe. That I know of anyways. Um, it's almost a 50-50 proposition these days when John Cena goes for the uh, uh, five-knuckle shuffle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to think of anything else. Yeah, that's what, those are the ones that come to yeah, mind. Yeah, historically. It's yeah. A.O. Uh, Worms, Power Rank. Who will be in the first Women's Elimination Chamber match? <laughs> You're just going crazy. With yeah, man, that's what I do. Um, Nia Jax. Yeah. Sasha Banks. Yes. Bailey. Six people or five people? Six. Six. Bailey. Yeah. Not Oscar. There's the possibility of, I guess, Mickey James, Mickey and James, Dana Brooke, Dana Brooke. Alicia Fox is injured, so she She's probably injured. won't be in it. Is there somebody obvious we're missing? I feel like there is. Yeah, me too. Sasha, Bailey, Nia, can't be Alexa or Oscar. Mickey it's James, kind of, Mickey, yeah, Mickey James. Oh, uh, Sonya Deville or Mandy Rose? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, that's right. <clears throat> did we see them last night? No, did not see them last night. Uh, CM Punk finds it insulting. Um, should Rousey versus champion Asuka main event WrestleMania 35? Uh, 35? Yeah. This is 34 coming up, yeah. right? Oh, oh, I don't know. We're kind of far out for that. Depends uh, how Rousey has fared in the ring. Um, I mean, she, you know, takes to pro wrestling well. Well, I think it depends. I, I'm not, I'm not going to say it even depends on that. I'm going to say it depends on where they are with Asuka. Mm-hmm. If they want to, if if she's still undefeated, then I would say no. Yeah. But I think Charlotte versus Rousey could be a fan. Should be could be a yeah. great yeah. main Agreed. event Agreed. for WrestleMania 35. Uh, Jason McCabe, if Rousey is supposedly signed to a full time contract, where was she during tonight's Raw or last night's Raw? Is it possible she's going to SmackDown Live instead to start a program with Charlotte? I would say no, probably not. But then you never know. Yeah. Um. I. You know. Maybe she's a performance center. <laughs> She's probably Could wrapping be. up whatever that movie is. Yeah. She's probably back on a plane, getting that obligation out of the way. Yes. So she can start her full time, starting from the bottom. They're going to rebrand her name, a new gimmick. Mm-hmm. Start starting the Florida house show loop. Yes. Hamza Halal. What do you guys What do you guys think is a better story? Braun Strowman finally beating Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, or Roman Reigns beating Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania? Braun. I'd be totally cool if, like, you know, we got a report. Yeah, Vince is totally done with the Roman Reigns experiment. That's why he's been losing to Miz all the time. And he's going to be uh, part of the Shield taking on, I don't know, some other three. The New Day again at Mania. You know, I almost feel like do. the in terms of the story that's been told this year, the best story would be Reigns versus Strowman. Oh, Reigns versus Strowman? Yeah. Was that an option here? No. 
Okay. Based on what happened in 2017, their feud. Yeah. And Braun always getting the upper hand. If you want Reigns to go over, I know they've invested a lot in building Brock as this unstoppable beast. Mm-hmm. But uh, the story that's fresher in people's minds is Strowman Reigns. Yeah. But it's Brock. You have to do Brock. No, I know. I know you have to do Brock. Um, yeah, no, I would say, I mean, I just, I want to be done with the Roman Reigns versus Brock thing. And honestly, when last time they did it, it was a fun story to, you know, until Seth came in and made it awesome. Slow Wolf, Steve took so long to get his beer Sunday, I thought he was going to be a surprise Rumble entrant. <laughs> Not a question. That was pretty funny. But he also asked Slow Wolf, with as many losses as Reigns has suffered over the year, would your perception of him be any different if you weren't aware of his path to Brock at Mania? Yes. Yeah, probably. Probably. If we didn't, and you know, we don't, I guess you only know because of, like, you know, the dirt sheets and stuff. Yeah. Like Vince is really huge on Roman. But, I mean, all the evidence is there on TV as well. But, I don't know. I guess he, he might be more enjoyable if you didn't know for a fact that he's the guy mm-hmm. they want to push. And it is more interesting when we get the idea, wait, maybe he took a lot. He, they showed him get pinned by the Miz twice. Yeah. Maybe he's not. Maybe there's something in the air. And it's silly. It shouldn't be that the case. You should just be able to take the product that, that you're watching. But the backstage stuff is always more interesting anyway. Oh, yeah. Tommy T. Hey, friendo. So you guys talk about Randy Orton as only being fun to watch when he is motivated. And while in Japan, Shinsuke had the same reputation of only giving something his all if motivated. My question is, while I know you guys aren't the biggest fan of Orton, do you think if he went to New Japan, he would be as popular there as Shinsuke is in WWE? Personally, he thinks yes, because Orton is a solid 4.5-star match machine. Whoa. That's, um, a, that's a comment right there. Would I Orton think he, I think he would, because, you know, I mean, he's been in WWE for a long time. There's star power attached to his name. I think they'd probably know how to use him, too. Uh-huh. You know, they'd know how to use him. Um, I'm not sure about him being a four and a half star match machine. I don't know if that's a sarcastic comment or not. But uh, would he be there? Would he be as popular there as Shinsuke is in WWE? I mean, it de- it depends. Like I, I don't know. I don't know. They have so much cool stuff going on in New mm-hmm. Japan. That's kind of the difference, mm-hmm. you know. So, I don't know, I think it's possible, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's possible. Yeah. Um, Richard Nathan, Stephen Larson, you have complete control over WrestleMania. Vince calls you and tells you to book it all. Sort of like on our show, we book Raw. Thank you. Um, how do you book WrestleMania 25, or sorry, 35, 35 and who goes over a storyline stand now? Um, well, first of all, the episode of Counted this week is kind of us fantasy booking WrestleMania 34. Sure. Yep. So, I won't divulge too much there. Mm-hmm. How do you book 35? Um, you signed Kenny Omega. Okay. Kenny versus AJ versus Finn. Okay, that's good. For some title. Well, you put Shinsuke in there, too. Well, no, you got to have three former Bullet Club leaders. You know Shinsuke in there? Well, he wasn't a former Bullet Club leader. Okay. Um, then what does Shinsuke do? Uh, They're fighting for which title? Those guys are fighting for. WWE, no, Universal. Universal. Yeah, make it Universal. The WWE champion Shinsuke will be taking on what challenger? Brock Lesnar. Oh, well done. All right. I like that. That's good. Brock comes back for one more match. Mm-hmm. Takes a break from UFC. Okay. Oscar versus whom? 
Charlotte. Although that might happen this year. Oscar versus Shayna Baszler. Okay. Bring her up. Good. On the quick. Good. Oh, what is Alistair Black going to do at WrestleMania 35 for the Intercontinental Champion? We'll probably beat the Miz then. He'll beat the Miz. There you go. How about Alistair Black versus Samoa Joe for the Intercontinental that'd Championship? That's what I'm going to book. Maybe we should do uh, Nakamura versus Alistair. Oh, that'd be good too. Yeah. No, I like Brock versus Shinsuke. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. really good. That's really good. No, I know it's good. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Matthew Shipman was seen acting so weird t- last night because he didn't agree with the booking decision. If not, why do you think he was acting so strangely? Just they're just trying to tell the story. Hilarious if he was actually if that was actually what it was. Like he was legitimately being apologetic. He legitimately did not want to win against Finn Balor. Let me ask you something. Do you think that Cena would have expressed that backstage and defied any defied Vince? I don't think he would have defied Vince, but he might have said something. Yeah. I think he would have been like a maybe said Vince. I don't think this is the right choice to make. Yep, you're the boss. Finn Balor is a once in a generation talent. Have you seen his work as Prince Devitt in New Japan? And he does this, and he goes like this. This is great. He said, "Have you seen his work? He is real." Have <laughs> <laughs> you seen his work? He is real. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Nightcrawler. Hey, so the most viewed YouTube clip from the Rumble posted by WWE is Rey Mysterio's return. It more than doubles Ronda's debut. I'm not saying he's more popular than Ronda, but with this stat in mind, do you think people undervalue Rey Mysterio's popularity? I wonder if that has more to do with the fact that uh, Rousey's debut was dispersed amongst many media outlets. So there's like more chances to see her. They got a lot 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 more mainstream attention. Yeah. yeah. So like people would be less apt to like just go there for that. Maybe that has to do with it. Well, but I also think people probably Well people love Rey Mysterio, yeah, and, I wrong. Think, and I think some maybe some people might not might underestimate that how popular he is. Uh yeah, no, I think I think that people really like Rey Mysterio and I think that the the, the bottom line with Rey Mysterio is when he came out of the rumble, he looked great. Yeah. And he lasted yeah, he did. and he was fast and I think that got a lot of buzz and so that's probably more people want to see that than just Ronda Rousey come out and amble about. Somebody called us out on the YouTube comment and said, You guys didn't understand what was happening at the end of the rumble with Rousey? She came out, looked at Charlotte as if she was the one who she wanted to challenge and then offered to shake Asuka's hand as if to say, are you okay with that? I was like, you are reading way too much of that. I, didn't get I that have at all. no idea. Nobody else got that either. I didn't uh, get that at all. That was, I do not think because, that was. Because uh, Rousey looked at Alexa Bliss, too. I know. And then at the start of Raw, like Stephanie was saying, Asuka, who do you want to fight? Like, yeah. There was none of that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. YouTube's so weird. The comments on YouTube are just weird. Um, Eddie Jose Glorious Menavar is a tag team elimination chamber too much to ask. Well, then Panda Adam says it's already been done. A tag team elimination chamber? Yeah. Was that like in the weird mid-aughts? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Michael Berry, do you think the use of Thebar and Seth in the Rumble was a waste since they hadn't even had their match? No, they're just trying to build heat for their match. That's Mm -hmm. why, uh, well, I think Seth eliminated Cesaro. Uh, Naheem Bogard with the Revival's victory and in-ring interview. Do you see a future title win in the near future? Does in 2018, w- yes. Does WWE trust them enough to not get injured again? That's I think, why I think it'll be later in 2018. I think, yeah, it's going to be probably post-SummerSlam or at SummerSlam if they continue along the path they're on right now. 
Uh, let's see. Mark of Steel. Why was the Cruiserweight division left off Raw entirely? Will it be treated as a separate brand now that it's getting a GM? I don't think so. They mentioned, they announced that <clears throat> the GM will be announced tonight mm-hmm. on 205 Live. Um, but I think they're still working out particulars of how they're going to adjust things. Yeah. And, and they probably want to hit whatever restart they're going to hit on the actual show, yeah, not yeah, on Raw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be that's going to be good tonight. It's going to be interesting. Who's your? Is there any early word? Um, last night during the show, they had some wrestler tweets about who you know ideas. Oh yeah, yeah. Like PJP yeah. brought up Malenko, and then Mysterio's brought up, and then I don't remember who it was, but someone brought up Vicky Guerrero, <laughs> and I thought that'd be great. No, man. I love Vicky, but no. It needs to be about the action. It needs to be about the wrestling. She's going to start, like, relationships with, you know, Drew Gulak and Tony oh, no, Nese. It's a different writing staff, man. Oh, you can't do that. <laughs> Vicky Vicky's great, though. I, I love Vicky. I'm just saying for 205 Live, man. They need to go into wrestling. They need to be doing the wrestling there. Uh, a lot of people are really upset about Finn losing. Well, yeah, man, and I think that's I think I hope that means WWE accomplished their goal, and people are all up in arms about this, and this is going to lead to like a heel turn thing, mm-hmm. like a twin, strong, like a knight. He's going to be the Naito of the WWE, yeah, where he's going to be so cool and heelish, and people are going to love him even more than they love him now. Yes. And he's going to win the Universal title. And he's going to win also the WWE Championship. He's going to unify the brands and bring world peace to the earth, the planet Houston. Anyways, are we, are we, we going to do play per view? Yeah, we have to decide. I usually pick the show. You pick show this time. All right. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to do Elimination Chamber. Elimination Chamber 2007. Take a look at this one. Can you explain to the people what Elimination Chamber is? You mean play-per-view? I'm sorry, play-per-view. As we quiz each other on old pay-per-views. That's pretty much it. The results of old pay-per-views. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll go with Survivor Series, I think, 2003, which featured the first Elimination Chamber match. Um, I think it was 2003. When did it start being its own pay-per-view? I don't know. Nope, it wasn't 2003. 2002, then, or 2004? Probably should have got this done. Oh, I know. This is riveting podcasting. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I have an elimination chamber from 20... No, I'm going to do that. Is there one before this? You can do the very first one. Oh, the first first actual elimination chamber pay-per-view is 2010. Oh, wow. So I'll go with that. I think 2009 was. That was earlier. I've got seven matches. All you right. can do whatever pay per view it, it showed up on. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. I thought it was Survivor Series, like mid aughts, but maybe it was later than that. I've got seven matches, six okay. without the dark match. What year are you doing? 2010. Okay. I'll try 2012. So, play-per-view mm-hmm. is where we uh, each choose a uh, pay-per-view, and we right, see have? if the other person, uh, I can do seven or six. All right, do six. Do six. Okay. Um, 
and then we quiz each other on who do we think won yeah. these matches. Yeah. All right, here we go. Here we go. I'm going first. I'm not going to hear you. You can try this one just to warm up. Like All right. Dark match. All right. Doesn't Single. count, though, right? Doesn't count. All right. Singles match. Ezekiel Jackson versus Christian. Christian! Very good. All right, this one does count. Hunico versus Alex Riley. Say Alex Riley. No. Wow. Hunico got a yeah. win on Alex Riley? Yeah, man. Stunning. Uh, apparently this... Oh, there were... Wow, there were two Elimination Chamber matches. Yeah, this there was one. This, show too. this one was for the WWE Championship. It kicked off the actual card. In the in the match was Sheamus, who came in as champion. It was a 2010, right? Yeah. Okay. Triple H, Ted DiBiase, Randy Orton, Kofi Kingston, and John Cena. Sheamus was champion at the time. What's the date of the show? 2010. No, I mean the month. February. Oh, okay. February. John Cena. Very good. Um, Elimination Chamber match for the WWE Championship. Okay. Chris Jericho. What year is this again? 2012. Okay. Chris Jericho, Kofi Kingston, Dolph Ziggler, The Miz, R-Truth, and CM Punk. What year is this again? 2012. 2012. Who is champion coming into it? CM Punk. CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, singles match for the... The hell? <laughs> okay. Oh, maybe this was... Okay, well, immediately following this, there is a singles match for the WWE Championship. John Cena was the cha- champion coming into it, and Batista was the challenger. That's weird. I think Batista would have to win that. Yeah, Batista won that. Yeah. It was only 32 seconds long. I'm assuming that that's a cash-in? I don't think he ever won money in the bank. Yeah, I don't remember him doing that either. That's weird. That was weird. Um, uh, Tamina versus Beth Phoenix in a singles match for the WWE Divas Championship. Tamina versus Beth Phoenix? Yes. Oh, Beth Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tag team match. Lay Cool with Layla and Michelle McCool. Yeah. Uh, versus uh, Gail Kim and Maurice. I'll say Gail Kim and Maurice. Lay cool. I think they were booked pretty strong back in the yeah. day. Uh, elimination Chamber match for the World Heavyweight Championship. Okay. Saw uh, Santino Morella. Who was the champion coming in? I'll get to that. Santino Morella. Okay. Daniel Bryan, who was champion. Oh. Cody Rhodes, Great Khali, Wade Barrett, and Big Show. I'll say I'll say Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Singles match for the WWE United States Championship. The champion, The Miz, who's hanging out with Big Show apparently, uh, went in to uh, defend his title against MVP, who had Mark Henry in his corner. I'll say The Miz. The Miz won. Very good. Um, uh, Singles match for the United States Championship. Justin Gabriel versus Jack Swagger. Assuming Jack Swagger was champion, Jack Swagger won. Yes. Okay. Uh, So you can tie it 
You can tie it to finish things off. I think, right? No, yeah. I have one more. Match. You have one more? Yeah. Okay. These are both some pretty easy cards. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. The Elimination Chamber match for the World Heavyweight Championship. The champion, Undertaker, defended his title in Elimination Chamber against R-Truth, Rey Mysterio, John Morrison, uh, CM Punk, and Chris Jericho. I'll say Undertaker. Uh, no, Chris Jericho won. Oh. Yeah. Surprising. Main event. Main event. Kane versus John Cena in an ambulance match. Was this for anything? No. It was just Kane versus John Cena? Yeah. Oh, John Cena wins. Yeah. <laughs> well, Cena wins. Uh, I beat you by two. Darn it. Out of that. Anyways. What a fun episode yeah. that we did today, yeah. including play per view. Can you point to Road to Office Space? We're going to do that. Anyways. If we must. Out music. Do we have to do that every episode now? Between now and yeah. the office? Yeah. That's the deal. Thanks for watching, everybody. Until, Until next time. So tired, so. I know. Just like it does on the show. On, on the real stuff. But we don't have to do it. Bye. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.